0: Welcome to Finding Your Direction, the podcast designed to inspire you to take the first step towards developing your career in the direction of your dreams. I'm your host Emma Lynch and on today's episode I chat to Petrina O'Holloran, founder of Mama's Booby Box, about her transition from her role as financial controller to setting up her business that supports breastfeeding mums and doing all this whilst having a young family. This episode really highlights the power of focus, determination, and discipline to make your dreams a reality. Remember to leave a rating if you like this episode, and please hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Hi everyone, I'm delighted to introduce today's guest, Petrino O'Holloran. Petrina is a qualified accountant and will be sharing her story of how she made a career transition from financial controller in a large corporate business to founder of Mama's Booby Box, who specialise in breastfeeding products and gifts for mums. Now, Petrina, firstly, welcome, and thank you for joining me here today. Thanks so much, Emma, for having me. Now, so to start with, can you share a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, sure.
1: So I'm living in Clare. I have two girls and I'm running a business called Mama's Booby Box. So we offer all of the practical essentials within a gift box. So things like breast pads, nipple cream, lactation teas, breast pumps, breastfeeding pillows, essentially everything you need for breastfeeding all together in one online
0: shop. Very good. And I'd say that's busy with two small girls as well. Yeah. <laughs> Very busy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also quite a journey and it's very different to actually where you, you kind of started out in terms of your career. Can you give us an insight into your previous career prior to becoming self-employed and starting your own business? Sure. Yeah, I started off
1: uh, as an accountant back in 2007 got qualified in 2010, moved to the UK in 2011 and went through a range of financial controller roles in in big businesses. So yeah, I was moving up that corporate ladder slowly, but surely, you know, I was managing teams. I was working for companies my most recent was not in the high street so they're a large gifting company in the UK and they're online only also yeah so it was a busy busy work schedule you know I was constantly on demand and on call working long hours you know 60 plus hours a week so it was very demanding
0: while having a small child at the same time Absolutely. And it's interesting what you said about that career ladder. So, you know, you do, you go to college, you qualify in whatever chosen career you are, and you start then to work really hard to kind of progress your steps and progress yourself up that career ladder. Then something changes you definitely around having a child. And suddenly something changes in your mindset and your values. And you start to look around can you share a little bit more about that yeah completely you know i
1: i I thought i would continue on in my career my goal was to become a cfo in a big business and that's kind of where i was headed but when i had isabel i kind of i guess i just lost all ambition to be honest I didn't see the point of it i was working these long hours but the pay never seemed worth it you know and you know you're missing out on time with your kids or you're pushing things off because you don't have time and you're it was a constant struggle you know get home on time pick her up from childcare, care etc get into work in time and then all the times that you're sick and you have to be taking time off you know all of that is really hard when you're holding down you know a very i would say highly stressful job as well and a lot of responsibility came with that job so I guess when I went back from maternity leave, you know, it got me thinking to like, how do I want my life to be in a few years time? And I thought maybe I've two or three years left of this finance crack. And I just knew if I had a second child, that may be the end of it then. But I guess I wasn't quite sure where I was going to go, though. That was the problem. I was just a little bit stuck in terms of what would I do next?
0: And in terms of that, what would you do next? Did it take you long to kind of make that decision or, and what was that final thing? Because I know these things can be in your mind for a while, but then something will happen that you go, okay, that's my final push. I'm doing this
1: that's definitely it like in when I had it well,
0: only a few short weeks
1: later I came up with the idea and I did mm. research on it while I was on maternity leave but then I just sat on it and I thought mm, this is a bit too hard this is going to take a lot of time and I left it to be honest and I wasn't really sure would I do it and we moved back to Ireland then during the pandemic and I was still working for the English company and working from home and I I just kind of had the feeling I just wanted out you know and my contract was ending the following year and I thought I don't want another finance role, what will I do? And it was funny, a friend of mine is actually a career coach and she had developed this programme. And you basically go through a series of questions over about an hour to figure out your personality type and what role would that suit you to. So I completed that one day when I was frustrated at work, I completed it at lunchtime and it kept coming back to like a leader or, you know, leading a business or a CEO or, you know, it was all within leadership roles. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, I'm really managing a team, you know, like. I don't want to really do that for somebody else <laughs> so I just thought you know what that's, that's the side now I need to crack on it and need start re- researching my business and that's what I did so literally the following day I started researching the business and decided I came up with the name and then I was stuck in this meet, online meeting at work for three hours and I only needed to partake in five minutes of it and I came up with the logo and the brand colors and I think once I started I just couldn't stop. You know, it was like the creative bucket had opened Mm. and that was it. And I just kept going. And then I was just so engrossed by it. So I stayed doing it while I was in my full time job. So I was at it every night and every every weekend to get it going,
0: basically. There's something you said there that was really interesting. It was, you know, once you started, you just couldn't stop. So it was making the first step that got the ball rolling, you know, just thinking of the name. And that was it. That's really interesting to hear back because sometimes that can be the hardest step. But once you make that small step, the rest will follow. And then you, so you were working full time. You were kind of structuring and planning out your business and you obviously had a small child as well. Yeah. yeah. How <laughs> did you manage all that? I have a very
1: supportive husband and <laughs> I guess I was very structured as well with my time. So like I worked from half eight in the morning until usually half five or six. And then obviously we'd be picking up Isabel from childcare and then she would go to bed around eight and I would say, OK, from eight till 11, I'll work on the business and then go to bed at 11. So I would have like a list of things. I had this like hit list of things I had to do. So every time I got a chance, I was like, right, what's next on the list? So I was very disciplined of what needed to get done, I guess, when. And I kind of put a target on like, right, that'll get done by the end of this month. But I didn't put too much pressure on myself. I just thought. These are the things that need to get done to get the website live and this is the time frame I'm going to do it in and I'm going to try and do it. And that was that. So then like some Sundays, for example, my husband would take Isabel, I'd go off for a couple of hours and I'd work maybe three hours in a Sunday morning. And it was funny. I think the more limited time I had, the easier it was to get it done because I was like, right, I have three hours. What can I do in three hours? And the focus was just insane because, mm. you know, you're so limited on time. I was like, right, these are the things that need to get done in this time. And I, I just made it happen.
0: So what I love there, you described the hit list. So you obviously had something written down yeah. to help with the, the focus and getting the, um, the work done. And it's interesting as well. I talk with a lot of people about focus time. When you are limited on time, you can get everything done once the determination is behind you as well. So That's, yeah, fascinating to share as well. So when you were going through that transition, so obviously finishing up the full-time job and then those early days of getting started with the business, can you share some of the things that helped you and supported you during that
1: time? Yeah, sure. Like, I guess probably from straight away I got onto the enterprise board just to see what was available Mm. and about three months I would say before I launched the website I had a mentor and she really helped me just Mm. kind of keep give me that focus and just kind of keep me on track with the things I need to do before I need to launch the website and she really helped me with like PR ideas and how to get my name out there and how to get the business out there so that really helped so i got a ton of free pr at the start you know when i just launched the business um, but it was just her kind of giving me direction about how to go about it and how to get it um, that really helped
0: brilliant yeah i very similar i spent some time with a mentor in the local enterprise board and i think particularly for anyone listening in ireland it's amazing. It's a, you get three or four free hours with a one-to-one mentor to to help you kind of really structure and get your business started. So if there's anyone listening who's in a similar position, maybe they returning to work following maternity leave and they have an idea, but they have the lure of that full-time permanent job mm-hmm. with the income, regular income coming in. What's one piece of advice you would, would share with them? I suppose just think
1: about how much you're dependent on your income, number one, because, you know, I was able to stay working full time and, and keep on the business to get it going for a couple of months. And then we were also living with my mother-in-law, so I wasn't paying rent. So, you know, I didn't have the same financial pressures that maybe mm. other people had when I first started and we had some savings as well. So I knew I would be OK, you know, for a particular amount of time. So really even before you get started maybe because it's the accountant in in me as well but like just think about like what financial pressures you could be under if you don't have a wage for a period of two Mm. years you kind of have to be realistic about it you know when you're starting off a business you're not going to be able to draw money out of the business for yourself so just figure out like what your household income and expenditure is and what you can afford to put into the business and how much time it can take away and you know maybe if you're in a full-time job can you go down to part-time hours and will that work so I guess, find the juggle that works for you, basically, and then get going.
0: I love that. Find the juggle that works for you. That's a brilliant phrase. (laughs) So look, finally, Petrina, you've shared a really fascinating story with us today. So what's next? Where would you like to see the business go in the next five years?
1: Well, at the moment, I'm going through a, a massive redesign of the website just to enable us to to expand internationally. So I would love for for mums abroad to get our booby boxes. I mean, we've had, we've loads of hits on the website from from loads of countries around the world. So that's kind of where the plan is to start expanding into Europe, the UK and the US. So hopefully in five years time, people will know us worldwide. And that's the plan. And when I, when I have enough focus and determination, hopefully I'll get
0: there. <laughs> Katrina, thank you so much. Well, it's an amazing story. So thank you again for joining me today. No problem at all. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you are inspired by Patrina's story and you have a dream of a new career that you would like to pursue, I can support you through one-to-one coaching to make that dream a reality. I currently have one spot available for my career coaching program for June. So if you'd like to find out more, please email emma at theoptimalperformancecoach.com. And if you liked today's episode, please leave me a rating and hit subscribe to never miss an episode.